The Prairie Outpost acknowledges that we live and record the podcast in the territories of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Dakota, Dene, Métis, and OG Cree nations. Welcome to our podcast, the inaugural Prairie Outpost podcast. I'm Willie. I'm Dylan. Here with the Dylan. And uh, we are going to talk about ourselves right now. And I will let Dylan go first. Uh, well, um, as everyone knows, I'm a famous xylophone player, or maybe not. Uh, that might be a lie. Um, well, I'm a long-term Winnipeg resident. Uh, I, uh, consume a lot of, uh, news, uh, go on Twitter too often, uh, and bike around this, uh, great sprawling city. Now, when you say bike, are you talking motorcycle chopper type things, or? No, no, I'm talking about the foot-powered one. Very good. The old, uh, 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 powered by, uh, physical vigor. By, uh. Elbow grease, knee grease. Yes. All right, and uh, I'm Willie. I am a father of four. I've lived in Winnipeg my entire life. I've, I'm not too much sure what to say about myself here. It's hard to talk about yourself. But uh, I'm a lover of movies. I uh, like podcasts. And uh, I'm a big fantasy football player. And, um, yeah, so we, me and Dylan, uh, he's my nephew, and we have decided, after both of us like podcasts, he's uh, been wanting to get into the podcasting world. And, uh, yep, the good, yep, uh, right at the tail end of this grift. Yep, the tail end of the podcasting, you know, just went, uh. Everybody starts uh, leaving podcasts. We're we're jumping on the bandwagon here. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, we 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 both like we've been talking about this forever. So we just decided we're just gonna put uh, put our voices to the mic and uh, just throw it out there and uh, see what happens. But uh, yeah, that is sort of why we're doing this and uh, things that we hope to cover on this. Uh, Dylan, what would you like to hope to cover on this podcast? Uh I'd like to cover some local stuff, some uh, uh, maybe federal uh, and international politics, as well as some uh, topical and uh, flavor of the month. Uh, uh, basically, delights. Basically, it sounds like we're going to do a smorgasbord of just different things that come into our mind and and uh, that we feel like we want to talk about. So, yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, uh, you can't see this, but uh, we're recording on Monday, October 28th, 2019, and the miserable sky has finally let up some sun. And who knows when we'll actually get this posted, but it's being recorded, so that's the first step. And, uh, well... Let's jump right into, uh, I know Dylan's been uh, chomping at the bit here to talk about 
the federal election that just occurred. Yes. Uh, so, a uh, lot of... Uh, a uh, lot of scandals hit the Trudeau libs, uh, in cl- and uh, and they uh, they lost their majority. Uh, now, what kind of scandals were you referring to? I I'm referring to um, the SNC Lavalin one, which is uh, uh, sort of a uh, uh, inner, uh, the claim of the scandal is that the PMO's office interfered to get uh, a lighter or sweeter deal uh, for a uh, a company in Quebec that was facing corruption charges, and of course uh, there's also. Uh, Trudeau's uh, 2001 Aladdin costume. Uh, no, no, no. It was racist brown face. Yes. It, it wasn't that, an Aladdin costume, but it was a racist brown face. Well, it, yeah, it was racist brown face <laughs> while doing an Aladdin costume, but yes. Uh, that... Uh, uh, I'd like to say that I'm surprised. I was shocked to see that Trudeau did that, but I wasn't. Well, honestly, what shocked me is that there were three separate instances, and and one of them he covered his entire body mm. in blackface. Like it's just nuts. Like oh my gosh. Well, I, I think there's been more than three instances. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think so too. Yeah. No, I, I think. Uh, I think we are getting up to f- like four or five confirmed ones, and him saying he can't rem- he's not sure if there's more. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, uh, <laughs> and and what the hell hell is it with uh, people doing blackface uh, and putting it in their e- in in yearbooks? Uh, like like Trudeau was a teacher. At the school when when this came out in a yearbook, but there was another case uh, with the governor of Virginia, where when he was in med school, there's a blackface photo of him from the med school yearbook, <laughs> like yeah. like like what like uh, like clearly uh, clearly when people are vetting uh, politicians, they aren't looking for the yearbooks closely enough. No, obviously not. Um, but I don't know. It just sort of coming up in Halloween time is like when you start seeing you start seeing stuff like this, right? Like mm-hmm. blackface. You see like China yeah. geisha dolls, and like you got like you know uh, one that really irritates me is like the, the 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 First Nation costumes, like Pocahontas, you know, stuff like that. It just irritates the hell out of mm-hmm. me. But, um, yeah, but uh, back to the election. I am shocked that he still won, even Uh, though, like, uh, it's just, what? Yeah, Yeah, although, um, 
Uh, although I don't think uh, the main opposition was uh, was quite appealing. Yeah, exactly. Like he, Andrew Shear, for those that don't know, the conservative uh, leader of that party, whatever the party's called. Uh, the Conservative Party of Canada, uh, fake insurance salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, like, he's an utter failure if he can't beat Trudeau when with all this this stuff that's all happening around him, right? Well, well, uh, well, I mean... Although he did get the popular vote. Yeah, he did it by running up the... By running up the... Uh, well, signi- a lot of it was running up the margins in Alberta and Saskatchewan. Uh, and what I don't... Uh, what, do you, what, do you mean, what do you mean? Like, the popular vote... Like, more people voted for Sheer. Than yeah, they did like for the conservatives than they did for the liberals. Yeah, I think it's something like thirty-four percent of the popular vote to thirty-three. Uh, but I, I mean that they did that by. I think that they they certainly gained elsewhere, but a lot of the growth in their vote totals was in Alberta and Saskatchewan. So it's like. Uh, a writing that voted 60% conservative last time is now voting 80%. Uh, uh, so they really ran so up. If to there the, was electoral reform, we would have a conservative government. Uh, well, I think the conservatives would have a plurality of the seats, but. I'm not sure if they'd have government. Uh, I think some of the opposition parties uh, may have been interested in forming a coalition government with someone other than the Tories. Uh, So, uh, who knows? Uh, The only one I could see working with them are the Bloc, but... uh, and not on pipelines. <laughs> yeah, definitely not on pipelines. Well, well, I mean, may, maybe in pipelines to BC because the Bloc's whole uh, thing is we don't want pipelines from Quebec into Quebec. Uh, I don't think they have a position on pipelines in the rest of Canada. Yeah, they probably don't care. Yeah. It's uh, not their concern. It's not their... Uh, so maybe they would vote if Quebec got some in return for it for some reason. Uh, the one thing that I'm really surprised at uh, for this election is just how much res- uh, backlash there there has been in Alberta and Saskatchewan uh, against the government of the day uh around oil and pipelines mm-hmm. uh because like the trudeau government bought uh 
They bought a pipeline. They so bought the TM. I, I don't know what they're angry about. Yeah. Like they bought a pipeline. They bought a pipeline. They were because private investors were getting skittish because of legal challenges. And they were building it until the courts hit pause and said that there are concerns with how the uh, consultations with indigenous nations were done. Yeah, which is which is the right thing to do, mm-hmm. and I, so I I just don't understand what Alberta would be mad at, as far as like you gotta go through the the proper the proper way of doing it, right? So mm-hmm. I just it just makes no sense. It's like they're blaming, I guess they gotta blame Trudeau or the Liberal government because they didn't do it properly. Although uh, that the con- the botched consultations were done under Harper, oh were they? Okay. Yeah. Although the liberals, I guess through cabinet, accepted them and went forward yeah. with it. So I guess some of that is their responsibility. But so that yeah. sounds like it's a long process. Then, so yeah. you can't just go and say, now, what do you think the chances of our, them getting this pipeline built in the next four years if the government even lasts that long? Oh, uh, 30%. 30, oh, I'd be like 5%. I say 5%. This, I, I feel like this, this pipeline is going to be, is never going to be built. Hmm, you, you don't, uh, like, is it just because of opposition or do you think the actual well, I market think, case isn't that strong? Actually, I think if they want the pipeline, they have to... They're going to have to give up more as far as to the First Nation people. Mm. I feel like, uh, like, why is all these pipelines always have to run through First Nation communities? Like, why aren't they running through, like, white towns? Like, geez, like, uh, anyway, like, that's, that's another... That's another podcast, I think. There, but uh, yeah, I, I I feel like the. I think there's going to be the Trudeau government doesn't realize the, the the legal fight that they're going to be going through, and I feel like the next round of consultation will also be short of what is actually to be expected in the court's eyes. Hmm. But I digress. I think another thing I want to touch about the election was Jagmeet Singh. Now, coming up to the election, like all everybody was talking about was the NDP leader. And he fell way short of what I consider a successful election for him. Mm. What do you think? I, I mean, I'm a bit... Uh... Uh, I think it's it's a bit uh, complicated to uh, really assess his leadership uh, because on the one hand, he wasn't in Parliament until pretty late. Uh, there was that by-election in uh, BC where he won his seat that was sort of held at the last minute. Uh so there were a lot of problems in in caucus, 
And I think certainly some racially motivated uh, dislike uh, of him um, in certain segments uh, that that really made holding the party together uh, difficult from the onset before the campaign was uh, started. People were speculating that the NDP was going to be absolutely blown out, that they were going to have a uh, 1990, uh, what was that, 93 or 92, the one when the Cretchen liberals swept in, I think it was 92, uh, style, maybe it was 93 actually, anyway. but but that style of blowout where they lose party status, people were thinking the Green Party would surge ahead of them and win more seats and supplant them as the third party in Canada outside of Quebec. That didn't happen. He lost a lot of seats. A lot of them were in Quebec. Uh, Yeah, like, it seemed like all the momentum was on ENDP. Like, it seemed like 20% was, like... The, the number that was they were going to reach as high as the, the polls were showing and stuff like that. But what but, do you think happened? Well, didn't think... they get like 16% of the popular vote? Yeah, but that's not 20%, dude. Yeah. That they were predicting. Yeah, I... I think... Uh, I think... Uh, well, I guess... A lot of people knew from the write-off that this was going to be a disaster for the NDP in Quebec. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I feel uh, like, but that all the momentum. I, I just, I just don't understand what happened. I when people got right to the ballot. Like, why couldn't they? Why didn't people pull the trigger and just? Vote NDP. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the. I was just like, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I think a lot of people liked uh, Jay. A lot of uh, uh, people ac- across Canada liked Jagmeet Singh. Uh, they uh, thought uh, handled the leaders' debates and addressed the Trudeau brownface scandal very. Well, but I think uh, a lot of it, like me, especially in Ontario, where they have an unpopular conservative premier, I think that the liberal uh, campaign's calls uh, to strategically vote, uh, to vote against the Tories and do that by voting for the liberals... I think that was just too much, especially in Ontario, where the NDP was shut out of Toronto. Mm. I, I think Doug Ford as premier really gave some feel to that uh, strategic voting. So you quote figured on, it, was, it was strategic voting that hurt the NDP? Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's interesting because there was a... Uh, poll that recently came out uh so Jagmeet Singh like after uh, the election you're talking yeah about. after the election uh Jagmeet Singh uh had 
pretty high popularity amongst uh, younger people. Uh, and a post-election poll shows that uh, people 18 to 34 out of these three age bands, which are 18 to 34, 35 to 54, and 55 plus, it shows that that age demo, 18 to 34, uh, had the highest percentage of voters who said they voted strategically. So that, really? Yeah, so young I... people, Jagmeet's base, a lot of them, well, not Jagmeet's only base, but a big portion of his base, a lot of them, 43%, voted strategically. That was more than the other age bands, according to according to this uh, poll uh, that was conducted or released on October 21st. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I think I think that blew the NDP out of the uh, water, especially in seat-rich Ontario. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm on Team Singh. Yeah, I, I think he... Uh, I voted for him. and uh, yeah. Although my, my area, it doesn't matter. The area I live is, is blue. Well, uh, I voted for the uh, New Democratic uh, Party candidate in my area, Winnipeg Center, uh, and sh- they won. I think that was one of the few, if any, pickups the NDP had uh, on Election Day. Winnipeg Center used to be a long-term NDP seat. Yeah, it's uh, an NDP stronghold seat, traditionally, right? Yeah. Uh, till Robert Falcon Ouellette, uh flipped it in the uh, red wave back in 2015. But now it's uh, it's back into the dipper fold, and uh, I think they got a good representative there. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the minority government. I feel like it's a better type of government for the people anyway when, uh, when it's a minority. No one wants to rush right back into an yeah. election. So there'll be, uh, there'll be uh, these compromises and... Uh, and maybe a national pharmacare program. Maybe. Because they were even talking a bit about doing some sort of pharmacare idea before uh, the election. The liberals were thinking of it. Uh, but the hints were that it was going to be small bore with a minority parliament and the need for NDP support. You might get a more aggressive uh, pharmacare program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, liberal uh, minority governments uh, uh, supported by ND- the NDP for confidence votes. That uh, that has been the uh, press, uh, the context for a lot of our past great social uh uh, programs, uh, new social programs like old age security, uh, single payer health care, mm-hmm. all that came out of a liberal government needing NDP support. Uh, I, I, yeah, I would have liked, 
I'm happy with a minority parliament. I would have liked, uh, I guess, uh, I've already uh, said I voted NDP. Well, I would would have liked a bit of a stronger NDP contingent and perhaps now, the a Greens. few less liberals. But I also would have really liked this government to take the next step and do a formal coalition government. I think that's uh, where Canada needs to head uh, for a future with stable minority parliament situations. And I think one of the things we keep hearing is that the Liberals, they, they don't have uh, any MPs from Alberta or Saskatchewan, uh, so they're going to be shut out of, co- of cabinet. Well, if they had done a coalition government, which Trudeau ruled out right after the election, they could have had that one NDP MP from Edmonton be their Alberta voice in cabinet. Hmm. Yeah. So, the Greens, should they just go away? Um, I, 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 I mean, they, uh, I mean, it did seem that there were a lot of uh, fights between the Greens and the NDP on the West Coast. I feel like, <coughs> excuse me, I feel like the Greens and NDP, I don't know, I, I maybe the Green Party just needs a new, fresh leadership and just needs someone, I don't know, I don't know what they need. I've never really considered them as far as uh, <coughs> an option when I, when I vote, and, uh, but yeah. But, I don't know, Dylan, there's elections, pretty big topic here, so let's uh, let's maybe wind it down. What do you think? Uh, well, uh, Canada is a land of contrasts. <laughs> it's true, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 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 so, I guess I'm cautiously optimistic for this minority parliament uh i expect the government to survive about two years it's in everybody's best interest not to have another election yeah i think yeah i i can see it lasting two three years like yeah um i think that some important policies like carbon pricing are going to be preserved because the Tories didn't win, or the Conservatives didn't win, uh, and hopefully maybe we can get some new innovative uh, social policies like uh, Pharmacare out there from this uh, minority government, uh, maybe continue with uh, with some of the uh, uh, health transformation that's been going on with uh, First Nations uh, increasing autonomy over healthcare. Um, how about clean drinking water? Let's get fucking clean drinking water in First Nations. Like, and that is another one where I hope that the NDP influence yes will be felt because I think Jagmeet Singh had a very great 
uh, line about just do the amount of money that's needed yeah, to who provide. Who cares the amount of money? Get it done. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have clean. This is Canada. You know, yeah, this yeah. is like one of the richest countries in the world, and everybody should have, at the very least, clean drinking water. Yeah, and, and it would be a scandal if Toronto or absolutely Calgary or even yeah. a small little town like Morris or like or or LaSalle or just the tiny little towns, if they suddenly had no drinking water, it'd be. Re- the national outrage, like mm-hmm. Winnipeg, had three days of, three or four days of uh, boil water advisory a couple of years back, and it was it was national news, and they did everything. Money was no object then. Anyway, so come to the end of a podcast. Um, I had a fun time. What about you? Have you, you enjoyed yourself? Yep, all the best. Right on. Okay, with that, we will end the podcast and uh, see you next time whenever we get together. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, do you have any parting lines that you'd like to... Um, where, can we, where, where are we going to be able to view or hear these anyway? Uh, we'll have it on SoundCloud... And maybe some of, maybe we'll put it on some of the uh, evil Apple Empire uh, platforms. Uh, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. It'll probably be on SoundCloud for sure because that's super easy. Uh, maybe throw it up on YouTube because that's also super easy. And uh, I guess we'll figure out on the rest of the podcast thing. We're still very new and still learning a lot. Yeah. So. Uh, It'll be a, it'll be growing pains for sure, but I had a good time. Uh, let's call it a day. All right. Okay, Mr. Dylan. Bon voyage. Take care. Peace out.